Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey. How are you, Brand? I'm doing well. How about you? You know, I am blessed and highly favored. That's a great way to be. It's kind of warm in Louisiana. (laughs) Coming from some 50 degree... 60 degree kind of weather, you know, mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm. outside, and I stepped off the plane and took my breath away. Girl. <laughs> I got down. What kind of heat indexes y'all got going down on? First of all, you grew up here, so you know. Let me okay. tell you something. I'm fake. Like, <laughs> not from here no more. I mean. <laughs> Clearly, because she was like, uh, I stepped off the plane, and I just got so bougie all of a sudden. Like, how dare it to be this warm out right. here? <laughs> Edge is snatching back. Oh, like, Lord. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing about the cold, child. Right. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even cold. It was just, like, cool. Like, it was enjoyable. Like, I was outside. You know cool. what? Just pack me a suitcase next time. You don't want it. You're right, because you're still in my stuff. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, we are back with another episode. All right. So, what are we talking about this week? Girl, this week we are talking about how God is just like, I said what I said, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> meaning what he, he would definitely bring you full circle on some stuff. Right, right. See, what happened was you be thinking that you're going to, like, decide your life, and he's like, nah, bro, <laughs> I got this. <laughs> right. And, like, it just keeps coming back up. Like, have you ever had a moment where you're just like, Maybe something like you ain't really feeling, but it just keeps like smacking you in the face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer: I love my family. Ooh, disclaimers. <laughs> so I guess I could think about just being like always the goody goody, like the role model, or just everybody comes to brand. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I, I don't get in trouble. Knock on wood. Like I'm, I'm just not that. That family member that, you know, right? that's always in trouble or something going on. And people usually solicit advice from me. Not mm-hmm. to say I give the best advice, but, you know, I have a little sister. I definitely have an older sister. Um, and cousins that I talk to on a regular basis that we definitely bounce ideas off each other. But I do carry a lot of burdens, I guess I could say, and with friends. Um Yeah. And I guess I'm always running. Like, sometimes I'm just like, Lord, why me? Yeah. Yeah, Why them? Because they have to go through it. But, like, (laughs) why me? That I have to be, like, giving them the positive and the, you know, the adult answer for things. And I really just want to be like, you could just ride on it, fool. And that ain't what I want to say. Ooh. I I do remember you telling me to ride on somebody a couple of times. That was the old me. But... (laughs) (laughs) The immature. Meanwhile, like, I was like, okay, yes. All I'm right. black, please. 
30 plus old me can't tell you that because you're going to be in jail. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're probably going to be in jail at that time, too. But Right, but, like, I can't sit between nobody's legs and get my hair cool. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Wait, too far? Okay. But I'm just saying, like, that's what I picture jail as. Oh, especially. Oh, and you got natural hair? Oh, yeah. It's real bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I try to always, you know, be positive and give the right advice. But also, there are times in my life where I don't want to be, you know, <laughs> positive and don't want to do the right things. I definitely want to slip and slide on the slope and <laughs> right. have somebody to say, you know, oh, right. don't do that. Or, But I, that's just not my personality, I guess. I'm I'm always going to think. I'm going to always weigh the bad and the good. Yeah. You know, I really, I don't think I would have thought that, like, you, like, have moments where you're just like, I don't want this because I, like, y'all, for real, Brandy is like, the number one, if you go to jail, if you need to ride on somebody, okay, in her past life, um, if you just need help in any kind of way, if you need to have a meltdown at 2 a.m., I mean, it really doesn't matter. Like, she definitely is that friend that's just like, okay, I don't know if you ever made, like, a public service announcement that she would, like, be there, but, like, <laughs> that's just really, like, who you are. Right. And I take my friendships and family members that you know very serious like I'm intentional like I don't everybody's not a friend you know right and I take those relationships very serious so of course if you need me I'm coming if you need something I'm there but mm-hmm. burn me mm. and it's it's done so and I guess when I'm thinking of an example when I tried to run from a friend that was really truly a friend, mm-hmm. like God was like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, I'm gonna keep bringing them back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep bringing them back because it ain't over. It ain't over. And so I say it's over, and he ain't say it's over yet. So, girl, I told you, he said, I said <laughs> what, <laughs> what I, I said. Girl, you can just, all you can be trying to do is live your life for you. All right. And right. the Lord be like, no, but I made you this way for something. And so I'm gonna keep putting things in your position for you to do it. Right. Although you don't want to. Right. I didn't give you all this knowledge or these gifts. Patience. Yeah. For you, patience, being nurturing. He gave it to you to use it, child. Right. He make you use it every day. I guess, yeah, because if I didn't have those things, it would it would be bad. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's, uh, what's your story? Girl. I feel like I have several, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, it took me 10 years to come up with that one. <laughs> to several but like we were just talking with a friend about how when I was in undergrad um I have a dual bachelor's in business and management well business and marketing so business management and marketing yeah and I used to always like sit in class and be like I really want to start a business like but like my brain could never figure out what I was going to do but I wanted to do it like so bad and it always would be on my mind and I was laughing the other day because I was like, although God and Lemonade is like, I see it as more as like a, of a passion project. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, Lord, you're funny. <laughs> because I had meant that I was going to like start some kind of like hair salon or something. I can't even do hair, but like, you know, <laughs> I didn't think that I was going to be like doing something on a podcast talking about you. Okay. So I feel like. He brought that kind of full circle for me. Also, when it came to me going to graduate school to become a counselor, girl, because I sat on that for three 
years, three, first of all, I didn't even like kids for real. Like before, I mean, sorry. I you love the children that. now. <laughs> Is that even legal? <laughs> yeah, I love them now. But, you know, I'm an only child, so yeah. I didn't grow up around kids. So I never thought, like, oh, you're going to work with kids. And that one faithful day when I was walking out that uh, school in Memphis, Tennessee, and God just drops it in my heart, like, this is what you would do. Like, we really had a debate on the steps of the school because I was like, well, who going to do this with <laughs> children? Me? Like, are you sure, Lord? And seriously, like, it would not go away for like three years. Yeah. Like the passion just kept coming and coming and coming. And I was like, I don't even like teenagers. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> how is this going to happen? Like, because they going to say something. Now nah, I'm going to say something. We both going to be saying something. Um, but it's so funny how God, like, has really changed my life to be equipped for it. Girl, I just knew I was going to be just a business owner, like, doing something else. Like, right now, like, on a yacht in the middle of, like, Miami or something. Oh, okay. That could still happen, though, girl. Yeah, it could, girl. It could. But meanwhile, <laughs> at this exact moment in life, look, Brandy over here having struggles, okay? <laughs> I feel like we always have some type of struggle happening in the background. Something. Don't judge us. But, yeah, it could still happen. But I thought, like, that was going to be my 24-7 life. Not like my, I got to schedule this life. But it's all good because I'm extremely blessed to be doing what I'm doing. Right. But um, that's my big thing where I feel like I heard it and I was like, nope. For three years, girl, this would not get off of me. I was like, okay, okay, I'm going. So I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, in that, that process of going to school, like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before. That yeah. it wasn't easy. Like, you no. could Giving up, like, Jesus, you you ain't work for this. Like, Girl, this overnight <laughs> working. <laughs> you got me mm-hmm. going to school during the day. And I didn't even ask for this, for real. Like, right. I'm doing this because you told me to do it. Then it's going to be difficult. Then I'm going to be anemic and not eating right, child. It was a journey. But I will say it was blessed from the beginning because I have never, like, wanted for anything when it came right. to my job. Right. Like, got a job straight out of finishing. Um... Then the charter took over, got another job, got another. It's like. Right. Just. Yeah. You were meant to, like, he knew the plans he had for Right. Girl, Girl, he did. Ooh, child. He be knowing, but sometimes you be like, Lord. But you Um, just got to stay obedient. Like, that's that's mm -hmm. the, I guess, the key thing in this. Not doing what Kendallin wanted or what somebody else wanted. Right. What God wanted. No. Yeah, I was actually talking to myself on those stairs. Like, you want me to. Like, become a school? Or do you know me? Like, are you sure? And he was like, probably like, yeah, I know you. That's why I'm telling you. Right. Like, you don't see it yet, but it's going to be perfect. And at this point, I couldn't imagine myself doing, like, anything else. Like, I love those children, and I hope none of them are listening because they would take this and run. But, uh. Right. They, you know they listening, and they love them some. Miss Edwards. Yes, girl. <laughs> so, I love the kids, but, um, yeah, so. He definitely has a way of, like, putting something on our hearts and, excuse me, you know, no matter how hard we try not to listen to it, it's still eating you up. Even, like, I feel like for people who, like, I feel like when I wasn't listening, it was still eating me up, though. Oh, yeah. You can't block that. Like, you try to block it. But it just come, right. He just bring it around some kind of way. Oh, okay, you going to block me that way? I'm just going to come. Girl, he get real (laughs) clever, child. You you be thinking you doing one thing, and he be like, "Mm mm-hmm, setting you up for the okey-doke. Because I said what I had said. Right. Yeah, so we have an awesome guest with us today. All right, all right. Who wants to, who's willing to be brave enough to talk to us? No. (laughs) Who's going to share his story of how, you know, things have 
are starting to come full circle for him. That's awesome. And it's a guy. Yeah. We on a roll. Another one. Okay. <laughs> we love the dudes. Not like that, though, but I'm just saying. You out of line. You we always <laughs> say that. You make people think like it. I don't think nobody was thinking like that. But when you say. <laughs> but then when I said it, I was like, that really sounds like. We, well, we do, because we love yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love everybody, like, honestly. But anyway, we'll be right back with our guests. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, follow us on Instagram at God and Lemonade. Hit the like button and share it with some friends. Hey guys, we are back with our guest. Um, his name is Jonathan, and Jonathan is dope. No, <laughs> um, so we met Jonathan through a mutual friend who was like, "Y'all have to meet because y'all have the same like Jesus vibe going on." And so I think it'd be great for him to be on a podcast. So I was like, okay. And so maybe a month ago, we talked to Jonathan just to, like, get to know him. Um, and it was a really good conversation. Like, at this point, he's, like, our little brother, um, maybe the cousin on our daddy's side. And we don't talk to a lot. <laughs> but, no. So, Jonathan, welcome. How's it going, y'all? I appreciate y'all for having me. You Aww. are so welcome. Thank you Thanks. for being here. Yeah. Most definitely. So our big thing is God is in the details. All right. So how? Let's just start from the beginning with you. Like, I know we're talking today about like how God will make something come full circle in your life. Okay. But like, let's start from the beginning. How has God been in your details? Um, I remember I was about four years old. My grandmother asked me, what do I want to be when I grew up? Mm -hmm. I said I wanted to be a part-time preacher and a full-time fireman. <laughs> um, I don't know how I was going to do the part-time preacher, but that's just, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, so you want to do something that involves saving people? I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Then along the way, I started getting more freedom <laughs> with what do I have to do as far as going to church or not. And I started to not go to church as much. So this is probably like late high school. Mm -hmm. um, Dang, in high school you had that freedom? See, I'm the, so I'm the youngest see. child. I'm the youngest of three. Oh, yeah. She and by, the, by the time they got to me, it's like they don't really care. Right, much. Lord. He done made it this <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I didn't, I didn't give any trouble. So I pretty much had free will to do whatever it was. That's funny. Um, I was I wasn't home a lot. I was always at a friend's house during the weekends. So See, uh -uh. keep your foot <laughs> on them babies. Next. They be the ones. <laughs> they be they be the ones. Right. Um, but really, when I got to college, it was just like it was very inconsistent. I would go to church for a while, then I would not, mm -hmm. and I would go for a while because mm -hmm. I would start to feel guilty that I haven't been going. Mm -hmm. And turns out that's not a really good reason to go to church because you're not going. It's not going to be lasting. Right. Mm -hmm. Like once the guilt go away, all right, I'm gonna stop going to church again, mm -hmm. right. and then it gets like a, a, a cycle. That's a cycle in itself, right? That keeps repeating. Um, but also along the way, like probably in high school, probably in middle school, um, the desire to be a preacher was not there. It was there, but I didn't really want to pastor a church. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I felt that if you were going to be preaching, you were going to be in a pulpit, or you were going to have to do it from. Um, from that position at a at a congregation, mm -hmm. and that never appealed to me. Uh, only recently did I begin to realize that that's not the only way to profess God's word to people is in a church. 
So he brought me from, that's what you want to do, to uh, I want to do lawyer or architect or business owner, like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to do all these different things except that. Mm-hmm. And now that part is starting to surface first. Like I have to do that part in order to just feel like I'm living a purposeful life. Mm-hmm. Um, you see how he do it to you? Ooh, he right. make you so uncomfortable. <laughs> right. So going back though, four years old, like how at four did you, first of all, I don't even remember four. But, like, if I did, I'm pretty sure I didn't say, well, I don't know if I was going to church or not. Hey, Mom. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's a shame. But, but how did you know, like, at four years old that you wanted to be a preacher? Like, what? I, I used to walk around the house and, like, fake preach mm-hmm. to, to people. So like, like, I, <laughs> like I, I used to give sermons. I used to make my mom buy me clothes to match my pastor at the time, Pastor Abear. Oh. So I would, I would go to church in full suits with vest and tie and everything <laughs> right. on That's because so I wanted to be I wanted to be just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, as a child, I have no idea, other than the fact that God was telling me at that age, this mm-hmm. is what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that's what it was, obviously. I had no, no consciousness of that, but that's just what I was drawn to at the moment. Yeah. It, it felt right. Right. Yeah. So you said middle, around middle school is when you kind of stopped. Around middle school is when I wanted other professions. Like, that's when other stuff came up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I'm pretty good at school. I know I'm going to go to college. So what is it that I'm going to go to college for? I like to argue. Be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, or... I like to put stuff together, be an architect. Can't draw for nothing. <laughs> um, I, did, I didn't, at the time, did not know that drawing was kind of one of those prerequisites to mm-hmm. being an architect. So okay. Okay. that kind of yeah. shut that down a little later on. <laughs> I had a roommate in college, and he was being an architect. I was like, yeah, that's not for me. That's, I'm not about that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So did... Like, I mean, obviously, like, in middle school, that's where you start talking about, well, you talk about careers before that, but did something happen that make you say, like, oh, I don't know if that's, like, very appealing anymore? I think it was, we didn't really talk about God amongst, like, our peers a mm-hmm. lot. Um, I don't I don't want to say that we were ashamed to. It's just, it's not one of those things. I had this kind of conception that you have to be a certain age to mm-hmm. start to talk about God in mm-hmm. front of people. Are they going to look at you like you're crazy or whatever mm-hmm. the case is? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's still true to this day. Um, people have this misconception that you need to be like a full-fledged adult in order to start telling people about God or to start living openly for him and not being ashamed of it. Um, and that that's one thing I really want to change about like, not only my conception, but everyone else's. Not everyone, but a lot of people's conception that you need to be of a certain age or you need to have gone through X amount of things in order to feel like, you know what, I, it's time that people hear about this because he's moving in our lives daily. So, like, everybody has a testimony, yeah. some mm-hmm. kind of testimony. Why do you feel like people have that misconception um, that you have to be a certain age or have to be slain in the spirit for 80 years in the church. I mean, just to experience God, like seriously, because. For me, that's kind of just what I saw. I didn't see many people my age doing anything but going to church and just kind of sitting there. Like we like we would do the choir. Um, there would be 
ushers and mm-hmm. things that were younger that were involved in church. Yeah. But as far as the spirituality of it, I didn't see people my age doing more, like going to above and beyond. Um, so I thought it was like a a, a special. <laughs> I don't know. I just it's, it just seemed like it was a, a sacred thing that only mm-hmm. certain people would get. Like you had to reach a certain point in order to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah, I think when we first met, I talked about uh, this this thing I used to go to called Baptist Youth Encampment, and mm-hmm. it definitely was centered around the youth. And we would go to a university for a whole week and be secluded. And people my age did those things. So for you to say that people aren't having God conversations and you saw, you grow up to not see people do these things. And my experience was totally different, mm. even though you're younger than me and Lord Jesus. <laughs> the times have changed. Most, most definitely. It's just, it's just so funny that, you know, because my mom went to Baptist Youth Encampment, so she had the, those same experiences, mm. and now that no longer exists. And when you said that, it made me realize, or made me remember, when I was at a certain church. So I grew up at True Light. Mm-hmm. Um, their youth ministry was amazing. Yeah. So in that time period, yes, that was, and that was in my elementary school years when yeah. I was at that young of an yeah. age, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as we kind of shifted to a different church later on, the youth ministry wasn't as, it wasn't as great yeah. or it wasn't as impactful in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easier for me to just kind of falter with those feelings. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't as involved. Um, there wasn't those guided lessons specifically for my age group. Uh, I was in church pretty much listening to a preacher preach to adults, and I didn't feel like I was being spoken to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of opened the door for me just to gradually get weaned off of the idea of what I wanted or what I thought I should be doing. Yeah. And you know, so, like, you bring that up. I feel like as a young person who's like, oh, like, I hear the calling of God on my life. Um we were talking about this the other day that in church, like, when you're younger, growing up in certain denominations, they don't teach, like, relationship with God. Yeah. So, I think sometimes that's what makes the difference and mm-hmm. like... It's very yeah. strict. Yeah. Like, when I used to pray to God, <laughs> it's like I was praying, like, who, who am I talking to right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you don't talk like this to anybody. Right. Why are you talking like this in a prayer? Yeah. Like, I, like it's just, like, specific things like that that um, I, I think should be addressed also. Like, you don't have to get formal. He knows you inside right. and out. Mm-hmm. Why are you putting this mask on when you're trying to go talk to him? Honestly, and I didn't learn that to an adult age. Yeah. Like, I'm talking to Jesus now in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the... You know, right. They're, you know, not disrespectful, right. but like, like, he's here and I'm having a conversation with mm-hmm. y'all. Like, not that he's a far, far away being and I got to be so formal. Right. Like, my prayer is not even... I guess if I'm publicly praying, I'm more conscious, but I'm telling them what's on... Look, right. man, <laughs> let me tell you about my day-to-day. Yep. Like... I, but it wasn't until my adult ages, like late twenties, mm-hmm. and early I, I still 30s. catch myself doing it. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Stop! That 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 did not seem genuine whatsoever. Yeah, you right. seemed uncomfortable, and if you're uncomfortable talking to God, that means you're not doing enough of it. Right. So that's just like mm-hmm. me. I have to get on myself mm-hmm. sometimes. I have to. I just check myself on how things are going. Yeah. And so Brandon, and I talked about this on an earlier episode about how. Like, for us, the relationship has made all the difference in how we see God and how we try to be intentional about living our life for God. Because when God is just like, 
this being up there that people tell you about and you have to learn like Romans 8 whatever because you got to say it like <laughs> in, <laughs> in the, the church play in the next church program yeah. and like I mean it kind of puts it into a different perspective and you have to learn the character of a person who like or of a being that is always looking out for you mm-hmm. you know and I think that's what makes a difference for a lot of younger kids because when I think about the church that we go to now I'm like wow like that would have been so cool to have that experience like when I was their age. They got full-fledged concerts going on up there. Let me tell you. Okay, <laughs> kids be, like, more hyped than me. Right. Kind of. Well, yeah. But, like, and so I think that's so cool because when I was their age, like, I was not thinking about that. Right. It just wasn't interesting. I don't know, like, if that's the word to use. But it was just, like, you're making me go to church, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting back here. I may or may not know what they're talking about. It was usually the struggle, um, which is real. However, you know, I do think it's important to, like, reach that young generation. Yeah. So make, make righteous cool. Make being righteous cool again. Right. Because it is cool. It is because it's, it's, it's cool. It's, like, it's, it, it's never lost. Okay. It's never lost how cool it is. It's never lost the impact that it can have. Right. But I think a lot of people haven't either been introduced to it or mm-hmm. they just kind of lost sight of, of that. Mm-hmm. If, if you're on good terms with God, like that is the best feeling. Right. Ooh, yes. Was there ever a time, so like you went to middle school and it kind of started like falling off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then by the time you got to high school, it was like church, what? <laughs> Negative. <laughs> like, was that a total like blackout time for you or did you still have moments of like. Let me, let me, uh, let me go back on some of that. So. <laughs> His parents wouldn't let him. Right. It was never never just like church. uh, What? No. Yeah. That, like the choice, like the option of not being able to go didn't come until probably my junior, senior year in high school every now and then. Mm Because it was before every single Sunday, like there's no reason to ask, you know, we're going to church. Mm -hmm. So then it got to the point like, like I would be at somebody's house. And she didn't say, all right, I'm going to pick you up at church. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, I don't have to go to church today? <laughs> I'm like, what, what is this? So that, that came a little later. I was I was always mindful. I was always, I guess, present. But the the passion wasn't. And it was it, it become more uh, like a ritual. You go to church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to gain anything. I wasn't going for upliftment. I was going because I knew we were going to church. Um there would be some Sunday where it was great. There would be some Sundays where I was very distant because, again, I didn't feel like I was being spoken to. Right. Um, I forgot what your original question was. I think you answered it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it a total blackout? Oh, like, okay. Or was yeah. it just like, you know? No, nah, it was. And for me, so even when I felt distant, I was never far enough to, away to do things and not realize I was doing wrong. Oh, yeah. Mm. They you know? So, like, they, yeah, like yeah. That, that, that was there. But, like, wrong based on oh, my parents would say this is wrong or, like, wrong is in, like, Jesus and God are looking at me like, really, bruh? Wrong? <laughs> all, all that. All of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know, like, if I really... I don't know, but maybe my memory... I'm telling y'all, pray for it. I don't really know, though, at that age as a teenager, if I was doing stuff and thinking, like... I'm going to hell tomorrow. I promise you. Like, I just don't know, like, if I was thinking that. But nobody does. Even, I don't even think, I, I, and I don't want to speak for you, Jonathan, but I know I didn't. I grew up in church. Like, I think like that. I was always like, ah, I'm a fearless, you know. Like, right. I'm a right. I can do anything. My skin is good. Right. <laughs> I can do anything. 
then, yeah, Jesus going to save me. But I never thought that I was on a highway to hell. And yeah. probably was huh. me. Let me tell you something. I ain't going to say I was driving the truck. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't driving the truck. But, you know, I was definitely probably, like, in one of the trucks. Right. <laughs> Not knowing that it wasn't genuine, like you said. Right. Like, I was yeah. just routinely going through the motions. Mm-hmm. I used to think about hell a lot, not because of my actions, but just because I didn't really grasp what it meant to be saved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I went to get baptized, I was so caught up on like the verbiage of what you have to tell the pastor. So I told him mm-hmm. I want to be baptized. I didn't tell him I want to get saved. So in my head at, at a, a younger age, I thought that I had to tell the pastor I want to be saved so that he can then go talk to God, I get yeah. saved, and that's yeah. what it is. So when I would, um, I would like watch sermons on TV, and at the end of it, they would always, you know, invite people to Christ. Mm-hmm. So I swear, probably for like five, six years, whenever I heard them do that, and they would say, repeat after me, I was repeating after them, mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure that, like, he heard that yeah, it looked. Yeah, like, I, 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 right I believe I'm there, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know that it was it was really just a, a confession of the mouth, a belief in the heart. I thought I had yeah. to go through my pastor at the time to get it done. So that was the only time I really was, like, in question, and I was scared. Yeah. But So you went from a little a little guy, a little bitty Jonathan, <laughs> so cute with your okay. suit on, passion, fired up for God, to, like, sizzling out. Still got, like, you know, obviously in the picture. Mm. But it's just not like, yes, Jesus, I'm about to work for you. I wasn't trying to be nobody preaching. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the furthest from my mind. And so then what was college like? <sighs> college, I went to church for Easter. Mother's Day. I went for Mother's, <laughs> I went, I went for mother's Day. Um, it would be those times I was like, man, I, I need some love mm-hmm. right now. So mm-hmm. I, would go, I would go to church then. But it was like, I'm free right now. Not when I went home, like uh, during the summers when I wasn't staying on campus, I was in church. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's what was going on. But when I had choice, I didn't consistently start going until my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, I had jobs during a lot of those times, so for me it was like oh, i gotta go to work i can't go to church mm-hmm. yeah. never made an attempt to fix a schedule right. mm-hmm. ne- mm-hmm. now oh, i can't come to work before two o'clock right right you know like yeah. and, 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 that, and that was easy to get done. i never tried that at any point in the previous four years yeah so it, it was a very inconsistent com- like whenever it's convenient for me type thing i'm gonna go and it's mm-hmm. so interesting that like we learn it in a way that's kind of like ritualistic but somewhere along the line like that love is always there like you just said like when I needed some love to be loved on I would go to church it's like oh so we gonna go when we need something out of it yeah but you know and obviously like it's not necessarily about church stability but it is definitely good to be constantly in communion with like-minded people and that should be at the church but you know but I know what he was doing though. That when his parents planted that seed mm. in him when he was four, like yeah. he never strayed that far away. Like yeah. even when he tried, it it was he was drawn back to it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so amazing how God works. Like, Girl, yeah. Girl, he will ooh <laughs> meet you where you at. <laughs> he definitely he will come down to the dirty, dirty. Okay, yeah, be like, dirty. take my hand now. All right, <laughs> here, okay, just take it. All you gotta do is take it. All right, yeah. So what happened, like, 
from the point of college and you kind of like just kind of being a pop-in, all right, Christian, I guess, uh-huh. to like, it started like to eat at you, like the four-year-old, you start coming back up. Um, I remember you said like during college, you, you felt like you wanted to like have these different, like a, a business that wasn't related around the podcast, like, you, like hair salon, which you can't do hair. Like, right. You, you, knew, you knew it was going to be something. Right. Um, <laughs> like I actually cannot <laughs> So of all the different professions I thought I would have, it was like, it was for money. None of them made me feel like that's what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. So I graduated two years ago in a couple of days. And you remember I, that. <laughs> it, 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 you got to remember that. Ma- in a couple of days. Um, I have not applied for a single job in my field mm-hmm. because I don't, like, I don't have a desire to do it. I feel like if I started doing it, I'm going to get stuck and complacent. And there's other things that I should be doing that I just, I feel like I would ignore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, again, you got to remind me of the question because that's going to happen. I, I forget. Like, what was your moment <laughs> to moment. know that? I've met a couple of people that I've never, never seen them before, never spoken to them. And as soon as we like shook hands, he was like, are you a preacher? No. <laughs> you sure? Be running I, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I think he's supposed to be a preacher. I don't think so. Like a complete stranger was just like, I think you're supposed yeah, to be a preacher. I, I joined, um, so my youth minister at True Light, that I, when he had a great youth ministry. Mm-hmm. He is a pastor at Shady Grove now. So I went and rejoined that church because I wanted to be around him again. And one of his deacons, when he very first met me, that is what he said. And I'm like, nope. I, I don't. I don't think that's right. <laughs> You're um, like, oh, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> my, wrong guy. My right. girlfriend, and I, I have to give her a lot of credit for it too. Shout um, out to the girlfriend. Shout, shout out to the girlfriend. Behind she, every she was amazing. male is a beautiful <laughs> woman. Hold it down on the side. She's also, She's gotten a lot of people tell her. Like you would be an amazing first lady of a church, or you would be like you like that. She kept getting these these words of encouragement from people that she would be great at like a position similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she doesn't like the idea. She's a preacher's kid, mm-hmm. so oh, she yeah, yeah she, <laughs> she she grew up with it. Um, but she's me getting with her almost two years ago. Uh, she shows me a lot of flaws without making me feel like bad about what it is yeah um she helps me connect that to kind of how god and just being around her period like i see god all around and through her hey girl (laughs) you the mom girl you You better represent for us girl right that's a that's a really good story too about that um yeah when we met me and her uh you could just tell there was something about her that you didn't want to you can't play games with Mm-hmm. So I was I wasn't at a place where I could be in a relationship with her. But I was like, man, she gonna be the one. And then four years later, she came back up. And then like this is really when everything else started started rolling. It was like God was like, not yet. Yeah. I, I got her for you later, and she's gonna play a big part. Just you you can't you can't do nothing right now. Right. And I waited, and she came back, and then everything kind of. Got and that's so awesome because you could have had a thought. I mean, that wouldn't have been from Jesus, but I'm just saying, like, you could have been with anybody, but just like how God. Just, <laughs> the girl could have said, you know, you could have went 
approached your girlfriend too soon. You could have just been, you know, living a single life. Why she had to put you in a car? See, I told you earlier. She brought up. And you got a I'm around the kids too much. Okay. I respect it. You know, Thank I, you. I see where you're going, but the point is, I don't mind, bro. You <laughs> could have been with anybody, mm-hmm. but God is like, no, because I have something for you. Yep. So, and then the fact that He, how we always talk about, He keeps us, He protected her, right, from your foolishness. You know, it's time. <laughs> right. And when time was right, right yeah, because it's it, kind of like it's so many like. Full circles coming back around, it can always happen. So mm-hmm. you meet her, and she inspires you. People walk up to you and just like, you got? Are you the pastor of that church down the street? Because <laughs> I see this calling on you, sir. Right. And so like, it's so funny that you said, "Nah, that ain't me." Like, and I think we talked about this a little bit before. Like, why do you think that people, especially when it comes to like spiritual stuff, like being a pastor? Mm-hmm. People like, oh, no, no, no. Like, why is it such a big no for that? I think, um, this is, this is what my, this is how I felt about it. I felt as a preacher, life is going to be, it's not, it's not going to be your own anymore because you have so many other people you're responsible for. Mm -hmm. But if that's what you're called to do, then that's what you're called to do. Accept that. Just like you were saying earlier, like you, you have this patience you have the position to help other people out right. and all right that's my assignment then that's what i'm supposed to do um but before i just felt that i had to be perfect to be a preacher and mm-hmm. i never saw myself as being able to be perfect right yeah. um so i was just like ah, i'd rather not do it at all <laughs> right then it got to the point to where after i wasn't getting any kind of passion from anything else i'm getting all these ideas just shooting into my head mm-hmm. to do and all of it tied back to drawing people closer to God mm-hmm. um, so I'm like I'll just be driving and then boom uh, idea pops up a video to make um, or a paper to write or to call somebody and reach out to them or just whatever it is and it was just encouragement after encouragement and right. I was like it's coming too naturally for this not to be what I'm supposed to be doing right and then it gets to the point where you can literally hear him say what are you doing? Right. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to be cool about it. Right. But you, like I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to like look. You, you gonna get there anyway. Right. God's like I'm trying I'm, to turn I'm up on you. you. I yeah. said what I said. Right. We had a lesson on Sunday school the other day about Jonah going to supposed to go preach to the people and he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. He still ended up there, but he had to spend three days <laughs> and three nights in the fish away. first right. again. You could have just went. Right. And I, I've gotten to the point where it's like, all right, I'm, I feel like it's inevitable. It's going to happen or mm-hmm. else I'm just going to have a miserable life. Yeah. If not, because I, I could choose not to mm-hmm. and I'm going to be so unhappy. Right. So why put myself through it if I don't have to? Right. You know? Ooh, and I think to just go back to what you said about when people run from, like, ministry, Mm because not even being a pastor, just ministry, I think, too, like, the fear is not only that, like, other people, like, look to you and you have to be perfect, but, you like, who wants to be set apart that much? Like, as Christians, we're supposed to be set apart, Mm -hmm. but, like, do we really want to be set apart? Because, you know, 90% of the world is the complete opposite way in which, you know, we're supposed to live, and that's hard. It is. To wake up to every day. Every day. Right. Because... You be wanting, okay, I know how to speak right, y'all, but I just like to say, like, you be wanting (laughs) to, like, use some choice for a little word sometime with people, Mm. but because you follow God, you can't. Right. 
it's like so there goes that you always have to like take yourself out of it mm-hmm. daily where everybody else sound like the kids now well everybody else get to like do whatever they want to do and turn up and right. god is like but you follow me so mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. and i think too like that's the fear for a lot of people when they have to be like you want me to be in ministry oh no but i love how god like just kind of slowly brought you back to it mm-hmm. and, and it sounds like as soon as you open your mind to it. He was like, "All right, yep. full speed and, ahead." And, and it was, it was like I enjoyed the thought of actually doing all these different things that he wanted me to. Do. Like I wasn't scared by mm-hmm. it, because um, he, you know, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Right. Most times, if there's something that you're fearful of doing, as far as a step to take, you probably should take it mm-hmm. because Satan may just be trying to block whatever it is that he knows you have in store. He forever block. You know, so <laughs> fear, fear comes nowhere from God. Right. And I realized that I really was just scared to just take that step. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, well, that's, that has to be what I need to do then. So now at this point, you have um, a couple of initiatives. Well, one initiative, but it's a couple of parts, yeah. two pieces to it mm-hmm. that you have going on. So tell us about that and tell us how that journey has been as far as, like, trusting God through it and, like, not letting fear set in because I know – you know, I, I can definitely feel you when you're trying to start something. Mm-hmm. Like, fear will try to come oh, yeah. in there and choke yeah, it, it, the it, it, life It'll put a hold you. on you Ooh. and just make you just sit there and be like, you showed us what you want to do? Right. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe not, man. Maybe right. I was supposed to go start that lawn service business. And, or, and that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing to distract myself from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the flood came. And it brought me right back to, all right, right that, that's out the way, done. Get, he get was like lawn services, but now there are no lawns. So like I had said, <laughs> like, like all, I had all said my equipment right, gone. from the beginning, right. right. He was like, no lawns, no equipment. Now what? Mm-hmm. Talk to the people. So what do you have going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, so right now it's, um, it's a series of videos that I'm doing. I want, um, I want to make a website where there's different channels focused on things that we deal with as as Christians, um, even as non-believers, um, and hopefully that can get them to believe. Mm-hmm. So whether it's things with relationships, love, um, your passion, I want people to be able to see individuals their age going through things. I want to see them being able to take their passions and use it for the glorification of God mm-hmm. and not have to wait a certain age to do so. Um, I want... World Star is a website where if you go there, you can get some just you can get ignorance and just fights and just all this stuff that you really don't need. It doesn't benefit you. Right. I don't know where to go to just and it's full of just positivity. Mm-hmm. I don't know a website where I can get video because a lot of I wanted to do writing initially, but I felt that people related more to videos. I think that would be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it would get people to come back. I don't know a place where you can just get all of that in one spot. And I can say I'm dealing with this. Can you can you show me something to help with that? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make it like I said earlier, cool to be righteous again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want people that have never stepped foot in the church to be able to gain some spirituality that might push them to want to go and be a member at another mm-hmm. church. Um, and that's going to be through skits. It's going to be through just regular conversations I have with friends that just we end up recording so they can kind of hear how believers react to certain things or how we Mm -hmm. get through it or how we're not perfect or we deal with the same things they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And just let them know that the Bible addresses 
pretty much everything you could possibly go through mm. in life. Everything. 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 Mm. Like, uh-uh. who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have right, thought? in 2017. Everything still applies. Still <laughs> word. Do you hear me? Living word. Right. People are like, oh, okay, this is how I handle this. Mm-hmm. So I think that you should... Um, now, I'm going to tell you this, and if you do it, you owe me some money. Okay, no. <laughs> what, what, what you got? I mean, you should, like, create Kingdom Star, hello, instead of World Star. <laughs> you hey, like that? that. <laughs> <laughs> and you create that page, and it's full of positivity. Yeah, yeah. All right. You better hope nobody steal it. Right. <laughs> you should have texted it. Right, that's okay. Well, y'all could, hey, do you. Okay, hey, y'all if, about the kingdom. If, if, if it's for God, do it. Right, right, right. If, if it's for God, do it. So what have been, like, some of your challenges? Like, you talked a little bit about the fear. I am a, I'm creative by thought when it comes to putting stuff on paper and producing it. Mm-hmm. I am, I drag my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get complacent or I, there's a word I'm thinking of. When you wait a long time to do something. Procrastinate. procrastinate. There you go. I procrastinate like nobody's business. Yeah. Um, I feel like why well, do today what you can do tomorrow? And that's bad because tomorrow's not promised to us. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, like and, and, and that's a I also I've never doubted that I'm going to end up in life where I should be. So I feel like I don't put an urgency on things at times because I still feel like I'm gonna get there mm-hmm. at some point. I may be prolonging it a lot by not moving when I should, but I just, because I feel and I know that that's going to happen, I drag my feet. I feel like that could be a trick of the enemy, too, because it it's, is. Already, it's already like, okay, well, dang, this kind of inevitable, but mm-hmm. what I will do is delay yep. the process for, like, ever, and then at some point, we're going to go back to maybe, well, I go to church on Easter, what was mm-hmm. that, you know? And, and it already happened. There was, um, so there was a series of videos that God has been telling me, I need you to start doing this. And I'm like, all right, so I've been writing about it, and I just never started. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, who I've mm-hmm. never discussed this with, started releasing videos very similar to what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't get upset. My right. girl, girl was like, how you feel about that? I said, I mean, God told me a while ago to start mm-hmm. and he's now letting me know I don't need you for this I would like you to do it like, oh. I, 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 I would like for this to be your thing okay come on now but Jonathan. I promise you if you don't <laughs> I'm gonna get somebody else to do it and it's gonna be all the same mm. you, you're gonna sit there and now you're gonna have it, however you're gonna feel about it but you can't say I didn't try to get you to do it a while ago so when I saw that I was like man all right, that's that's real. All right. I could see if I told him about it, and then he went and did it. Like, nah, I never had a conversation with him, and mm. then he did it, and it was good. Wow. Yeah. So he he let me know. All right, you still dragging your feet, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then too, like that's another trick because it is like, oh well, somebody else doing mm-hmm. it. Like well, I, I, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Yeah, it's that can be bad. So what I'm doing now, um, I've been trying to get a team together for the past few months. Um, and I, I finally, I think I've, I've got a good enough one, some that are very action-oriented. So once I have these 15, 20 pages of just individual things that I'm ready to do, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, cool, let's do it. I had a meeting with someone earlier today, and now we're working to, to kind of get that rolling. So I also have to realize I can't do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, there are people that he's telling me I need you to get them and bring them into it. Because when I met with her, like she had no idea why I was wanting to meet up with her. But there was so much that 
she was looking to get done that coincided with what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like mutually beneficial for us. And then now God is about to get all that praise. Right. So that's, oh, that's another thing. I want to make sure that people know um, whatever it is, whatever your passion is, God gave you the talent and the gifts to be able to do it. And so long as you're glorifying him for it, like you're making sure that it's known that he's the reason you're doing it, he's going to allow you to keep getting blessed and doing that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to choose between whether you want to be a singer or a lawyer or serve God. Do both. Make sure it it comes full circle as far as I'm only doing this because he's allowing me to. Mm -hmm. And he's going to keep allowing you to do it and be very fruitful in it. Right. That's a good point. God is the full circle because it all comes back to God and what he says the plan is for your life. So whatever that is, so that may not be ministry for a lot of people. It could be being a teacher or a doctor or whatever, a dog sitter. I don't know. Like, whatever God said, he said. said. Oh, my gosh. Well, Jonathan, look. We're going to solicit the prayer warriors, okay? Because we got to get this spirit of delay Please. <laughs> off of you. Right. We're giving you a month. Look, we put them on a deadline. I need a video <laughs> compilation right. of all these great and amazing things that you're doing. Right. It, okay, so I never had this thought until just now. <laughs> In school, every single year, my goal was to stop procrastinating. <laughs> every year. Yeah. And it never happened. And I feel like it was supposed to be to prepare me for this. And I just kept, I kept altering from it. Like, ah, I could do it then. Because I keep telling myself I work great under pressure. Mm-hmm. But now there is no pressure. Right. There's no deadlines. It's like you set everything up as is now. Like mm-hmm. no teachers telling you this or that. No professors doing this. So procrastination is extremely dangerous because there's no, there's no tipping point. Yeah. Except mm-hmm. when it's too late because now you see somebody else just did what you were supposed to do. Right. So just salty. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so like like I said, you got a month. We checking back. We all holding Jonathan accountable. Okay. Yes. He has a month to get us a video. We wanna see it. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I got that. I got that. Well, thank you so much, Jonathan. We so appreciate you coming and talk to us Anytime. about your full circle story. Um, I cannot wait to see the outcome. I know mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. It is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It All is. right. Well, we will be right back with our final thought. Hey, guys. It's Brian here with the final thoughts. 1 Corinthians 7 and 17 says, Nevertheless, each person should live as a believer in whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them, just as God has called them. This is the rule I laid down in all churches. Jonathan came today and spoke about his life coming full circle, starting as a babe in Christ and running to only end up back where God wanted him to be before. That's the word, y'all. It's safe to say, if God says it, you better take heed because he'll put you right where he needs you to be. Until next time, guys, remember, God is in the details.